Ralph Waldo Emerson was a transcendentalist. Uh, he was a part of that group of philosophers. Um, and a lot of his poetry, if you um, read much of it, he'll look at uh, almost basic things, things that we almost take for granted, and try to uh, bring a sense of awe and wonder into it. Um, I once heard somebody uh say something to the effect of if you wonder why God isn't talking then you aren't really listening because when you're saying Lord speak to me he's saying a squirrel jumps into a tree in front of you you know birds uh, tweeting behind you a car is driving by Uh, everything hangs together by the word of God therefore everything in the world deserves a word to be spoken about it um the uh, poem that we're going to read about today, he wrote for uh, the Concord Monument, um, and it goes like this. By the rude bridge that arched the flood, their flag to April's breeze unfurled. Here once the embattled farmer stood and fired the shot around the world. The foe long since in silence slept, alike the conqueror silent sleeps, and time the ruined bridge has swept down the dark stream which seaward creeps. On this green bank and by this soft stream we set today a votive stone that memory may their deed redeem when like our sires our sons are gone spirit who made these free men dare to die or leave their children free bid time and nature gently spare the shaft we raise to them and thee so it is a very basic hymn very basic poem that is to point out that freedom isn't free that it was bought with a price our eternal freedom our eternal liberty, our Christian liberty was bought with the price of Christ's blood our American freedom similarly uh, defended by American soldiers that we send out uh, that we protect from enemies foreign and domestic uh, that it is uh, unlike many nations, ours, is, our country is constituted by laws, uh, not by personalities. If you go to England, uh, much of their constitution is based off of people, and the whims of the people, based off of parliament, based off of the uh, royal family, de- depending on which age of England you want to look at, which, mind you, England is my ancestral homeland, and it often depended on which portion of England did they stress which uh, kinds of uh, constitutions, Um, but they don't actually have a written down like how we do, where uh, Michigan, every law is written down, and there's many that uh, amend each other, there's a lot of amendments to the Michigan Constitution, there's many amendments to the U.S. Constitution, far less than the Michigan Constitution, but uh, we are a nation, a country, 
I'm, I live in a state of laws. Um, laws that seek to govern and bring good order to our lives. And uh, these were not done in a vacuum. Uh, yes, they're an experiment to an extent, but they were, this is uh, the next step in a long history of figuring out uh, how best bring about freedom, to bring about life, liberty, and happiness um, in the peoples of a specific sovereignty. Uh, and here he is uh, pointing out that uh, when we get lazy, when Americans get lazy, we will have this monument, this reminder of the sacrifices of the past. Um, to bring up, to bring in current events, when you hear people saying, let's tear down, let's say the Concord's statue, because 1619 Project um, tries to say that uh, the Revolutionary War was based off of trying to preserve slavery. Uh, they got the wrong war. It was a civil war that tried to preserve slavery. Uh, the Revolutionary War uh, probably is what caused the Civil War because it's just a matter of time when you do a war to seek independence for uh, state governance that you will and then create a constitution to then create a more perfect union seeking to better bring about the life, liberty, and happiness of all people. Uh, you would see a um, strengthening of uh, uh, the spirit of freedom in the country, and you cannot you can see that there was that that a civil war, uh, even though I don't think should have happened, alas, it did. Um, I believe that the gospel would have changed things, but that's because I'm post millennial. And believe that the gospel can change society, that the church's mission uh, will inevitably uh, be a success, uh, not because of how awesome the church is, but because of how awesome the church's head is. Uh, so when you hear, uh, why is it that this monument was put up? Uh, well, I can't say why Robert E. Lee statue was put up. I can't say why a a statue for uh, a confederate soldier or for specific slave owners were put up but I can tell you why the Concord statue was put up and that was to remind us of the sacrifice of the men in Massachusetts for uh, to remind us that we are united with them in their sacrifice to seek uh, the freedom now uh, it should be said that Massachusetts was a free state and that Massachusetts uh, was one of the first almost uh, or was one of the first states to harbor uh, runaway slaves and refuse to return them to their owners uh, so if somebody wants to get grumpy with Massachusetts with the statues that they have and monuments that they have you'll be hard pressed to do so but they're still trying to do it um, and shame on you for trying to do that um, when it comes to memorializing through monument 
uh, there's uh, nothing wrong with this. Um, despite my iconoclastic nature of desiring to see less in, or see no uh, images, graven images that would be uh, venerated and worshipped or given uh, undue homage um, that does not um, translate into no statues whatsoever, no graven images whatsoever um, in uh, civil liberties, uh, in art forms, in expressions so as to remind progeny. Because remember, this is about uh, when our kids are gone, when our great, when our grandkids are gone, that there would be a um, a reminder when all the witnesses are gone of what happened. Um, if you ever uh, watch the movie 300, which uh, some people don't recommend, I'll recommend it. It was a good movie. Um, a lot of nudity, a lot of violence. If you're not, if you don't know how to look past it then don't watch it but if you can look past it and uh the very end um they the uh narrator uh makes the point uh that leonidas says you know no we don't need no song or statues or holidays or anything like that all we ask is that you remember us um it should be stated that that area, um, I believe it was Thermopylae, uh, wherever it was at, the, the valley in, uh, Greece, where they fought, uh, there's a huge statue of a Spartan, a ridiculously large statue, and it's there as a monument to remind the Greeks of the sacrifice of the Spartans, who, mind you, were not, uh, democracy uh they were a military dictatorship but they uh held back the persians long enough for the athenians who were democratic uh to uh not have a two a war front it at least get, bought them enough time a couple years um before they could uh, regroup together as one Greece to uh, push back the Persians. <coughs> Excuse me. And so they have a statue to remember that. And similarly, we have a statue in Massachusetts, right off the water, right by the bridge, to uh, commemorate, to remind the sacrifice that men took um, together to push back honestly their own uh, uh, people in one sense in in the uh, ethnic sense right so they're they're Englishmen right the people of Massachusetts they were simply an English colony and the uh, monarch, the parliament in England made it where uh, though they shared ancestry 
though they shared uh, often family ties, they were cousins, many of them, um, they were just politically, uh, philosophically, and they were at odds with each other. And the those who were from England, first-generation Englishmen, as it were, they're those who seen themselves as simply... Uh, they're doing their jobs, the red coats, as it were, the lobster backs, as the Massachusetts folks would call them. Uh, they would uh, treat them harshly, do terrible things. Uh, when you hear a BLM uh, talking about colonization, when you hear uh, Nation of Islam folks talking about colonization and whatnot. Uh, they sometimes I wonder if they forget that the English had col- had uh, treated even their own uh, Englishmen harshly. Hence the American Revolution. Uh, if they want to say, well, they uh, treated uh, African colonies more harshly. Well, then that would be, in my opinion, a difference of degree, not in kind. Uh, There was still an overweening government. There was still an understanding that unless you lived on the main island, you were kind of second-class Englishman. You were a second-class imperial uh, subject, uh, even if your family was from England. We should not be quick to judge... Uh, people here in America for uh, another nation's sins uh, despite their skin tone. Uh, And that's part of the thing that comes from this poem. Uh, These men died to leave their children free. So when we have folks whatever the reasons behind it, their vain trifles that they are pushing, so as to take away freedoms from others, uh, this is a spit in the face of such men. And in fact, I, I would not be surprised if it is intentional to have the spit in the face. And this is not okay. And it needs to stop. And... Uh, I will wax politically on this uh, for the rest of my life that you cannot teach your own children to honor their father and mother on one side of your mouth whilst at the same time calling upon others to dishonor their father and mother. Now, do I think that they that you shouldn't call upon peoples to uh, recognize the sins of their uh, parents or whatever? Certainly, but it's but they aren't to do it publicly. Uh, that's that would be a disrespect. Uh, if their parents are dead or if their grandparents are dead, they certainly can't. Uh, and call them out on it. And it is none of your business, frankly, to uh, 
demand that they disrespect and dishonor uh, one's parents just because you have. Um, There are many who have already lived a life uh, loving to disrespect, disavow, and frankly rebel against the wishes, the desires, and the history of their family. And they don't like to see that other people um, have not done that. And uh, it sucks to be you. Um, I try to teach my kids that they are uh, Christians first, uh, that they are coming second, and after that, it's whatever they want in one sense. Uh, They can choose what uh, church they want to be a part of. And as long as they're with me, my preference for them would be that they'd be churchmen or churchwomen of uh, a Presbyterian church. Uh, because I'm a Presbyterian, uh, but that that's on that's their decision. Uh, I certainly recognize that as long as uh, they are being faithful to the Word of God and are being faithful to uh, the Lord, uh, then as much as they can, then by all means, if they're convicted and wanting to go a different direction, then I won't hold that against them. Though I'll give them a hard time because that's uh, that's just what I do. Uh, but the wholesale uh, calling on people to uh, disrespect their parents, uh, therapists uh, making their patients uh, in the spirit of healing, uh, talk trash, in my opinion, about their parents so as to make them feel better, but it actually doesn't do better. Um, to dishonor your parents is not the same thing as holding them accountable uh, for their actions. You do that um, properly, not by screaming at other people to uh, do any disrespect. Um, if And certainly, it you don't teach people to honor their parents by lying about their parents' history. If their parents didn't actually commit a sin that you're claiming that they did, then I think that it is against the commandment to honor your father and mother to uh, kowtow, bow down to the zeitgeist, the spirit of the age, uh, who is calling you to uh, denounce your parents as if they had uh, committed such a sin. Um... Again, that is uh, my opinion. Uh, it It is backed by scripture, and uh, I'm just seeking to honor uh, the Lord's command as much as I can. And if you're trying to call me to do otherwise, then uh, we're going to have a rough go at it. Uh, but alas, uh, beyond that, I really don't have anything for you. I think that you should read a lot more Ralph Waldo Emerson. I certainly am. I'm probably going to buy a couple of his books. Um, at least one of his uh, poem books uh, exclusively because I do like the way he uh, reads, the way he uh, writes. He seems like a guy who I would uh, thoroughly enjoy uh, talking with. Since he's dead, I can't do that, but I certainly can read him and enjoy uh, his words. Uh, well, till next time, guys, uh, blessings on the rest of your day, blessings on this election season, 
I'm sorry that I haven't uh, posted enough. Um, you know, got wife and three kids and uh, lots of things to do. Um, well, till next time, uh, keep reading. Uh, John Adams would often say, and he was taught when he was a kid, to always have a poet in your pocket. And I would recommend that you get some kind of book with some kind of poet, whether it be a collection, like I have 101 Great American Poems in my hand right now. Um, but if you want to pick out a specific poet, like Edgar Allan Poe, Ralph Walter Emerson, uh, Longfellow, uh, certainly do so. I would recommend getting old dead guys first, and then working to modern guys. Um, you can grab modern guys, but... Um, I haven't heard about any great modern poets, so I can't uh, suggest any of them. Um, read Homer. Uh, his Iliad is half decent, depending on... Uh, read Beowulf. Um, I do like J.R.O. Tolkien's translation of Beowulf, and I also like Douglas Wilson's translation of Beowulf. Uh, so I recommend and commend those to you. Um, and as always, uh, drink coffee. Drink lots of coffee and come to Jesus. Take care.